The last surviving founding member of Leonard Skinner has died. That's guitarist Gary Rosington. He was 71 years old. Rosington had been battling all kinds of health issues for years. This guy has been through it. He survived car wrecks and the band's deadly plane crash in 1977. He broke both arms and punctured his stomach and lung in the plane crash. He had quintuple bypass surgery 20 years ago. And eight years ago, he suffered a heart attack that led to several more heart surgeries. I mean, really, he just kind of been hanging in there with the band over the last several years. And I don't know, and just just doing a little bit of research before the show and checking a few things online, I don't know that any member of that band, any founding member of that band ever lived past 71 years of age. I think Gary Rosington had the longest run. In 1964, he met drummer Bob Burns and a bass player, Larry Junstrom. They were playing like, like little, it was like Little League Baseball. Yes. Ronnie Van Zant supposedly hit a line drive into the shoulder of, of Bob Burns. And, and then the next thing you know, at the end of the game, There's all those guys are, yeah, well, they end up going to Burns' house in Jacksonville, and then they start playing. The Rolling Stones, Time is on My Side, and jamming on a bunch of, of other tunes. In 76, Rosington survived that car wreck where he drove his Ford Torino into a tree. That should have killed him. Then he was on that plane crash in the next year, in 77, where Ronnie died. Ronnie Van Zant died. Stevie and Cassie Gaines died. And then so, but in between that, after the car wreck, then he, you know, he wrote the, he wrote the That Smell, he and... And Ronnie Van Zant wrote that smell about death. Here's Gary Rosington talking about how Skinner kept touring after the plane crash. We did a tribute tour. And then after that tour, everybody, they wanted us to come to their town too. Kept catching on and we kept touring. Being in a band, that's all we know. I can't do anything but play guitar and fish. And that's <laughs> 30 years later. It's still going, and people come, and the younger generation learns it's not about us. It's about the feelings of that music and the stories they tell. That's what I feel I'm here to do now, is speak for the band Leonard Skinner from the beginning to the very end, you know. It's the music that lives on. That was from one of the Skinner documentaries that came out in the last few years if and i leave here i think it's called all. if i leave here tomorrow is a good one there's a number of them out there and the, i've i don't know i've seen two or three of them they're all really good and longtime guitarist for jackson brown the longtime guitarist has died david lindley he oh, was 78 yeah, slide guitar can be found in a number of jackson brown songs and that was played by david lindley he joined jackson in 73 played on many of his albums his lap steel solo was heard on the song running on empty he also recorded with Linda Ronstadt, Warren Zevon, Rod Stewart, Crosby and Nash. He had a really good career there. Played with the dead a little bit. And now to Chris Rock. Chris Rock slapped back at the Smiths on Saturday night on his Netflix special. But I'm not a victim, baby. You will never see me on Oprah or Gail crying. I couldn't believe it, and I love men in black. No. It's never gonna happen. I took that hit like Pacquiao, motherfucker. 
and he's the first to admit Will Smith versus Chris Rock is is a complete mismatch. I know you can't tell on camera. Will Smith is significantly bigger than me. We are not the same size, okay? We are not. It's got this guy, Will Smith does movies with his shirt off. You've never seen me do a movie with my shirt off. If I'm in a movie in open heart surgery, I got on a sweater. <laughs> Will Smith played Muhammad Ali in a movie. You think I auditioned for that part? He played Muhammad Ali. I played Pookie in New Jack City. And now here, he tells you what was behind Will Smith's anger. And I wasn't really sure. I don't know. I, I heard maybe somebody cheated on somebody in that relationship. I heard it was like an marriage. open relationship I, yeah, or something. something like that. Yeah. I didn't know the specifics until Chris Rock laid it out. Will Smith practices selective outrage. Practices selective outrage. Because everybody knows what happened. Everybody that really knows knows I had nothing to do with that shit. I didn't have any entanglements. I didn't. I did not have any entanglement. And then for people that don't know what everybody knows, Will, his wife was f***ing her son's friend, okay? Now, I normally would not talk about this. But for some reason, these put it on the internet. I have no idea why two talented people would do something that low down. What the? We all been cheated on. Everybody in here been cheated on. None of us have ever been interviewed by the person that cheated on us on television. None of us. It's like, hey, I was somebody else. How did that make you feel? Now, I had to look that stuff up because I didn't know what he was referring to, but apparently w w that Jada Smith has, like, some kind of show, and she interviewed Will Smith or about all of this stuff and talked about cheating. She talked to him about how she cheated on him. Mm. The last 30 seconds of Chris Rock's stand-up, and it ended with a mic drop. And a lot of people go, Chris, how come you didn't do nothing back? How come you didn't do nothing back that night? Because I got parents. That's why. Because I was raised. Okay? I got parents. And you know what my parents taught me? Don't fight in front of white people. <laughs> Drop the mic. And off he went. Gary Risington. Gone from Skinner, Brad and John, KISM.